Welcome back to another episode of Paranormal Stories and Spooky Shiz. I'm your host, Chappie, and this is our special Halloween episode. Keep in mind, uh, we were doing video chat and also recording this episode through our phones. So the sound is going to be off. (laughs) I apologize in advance. (gasps) Hello. Welcome, my spooky friends. Hello, guys. This is my friend Ebony from Soul Sister Corner. Uh, she's here to join me for our Halloween special episode. Uh, Ebony, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. All right. Well, hello, my spooky friends and my soulful sisters and brothers listening. I am Ebony. AKA Abby. I am a mom artist. I have my um, I have two businesses. One being a crafting business where I craft tumblers and mugs and paintings and all sorts. And I also have a podcast called Soul Sister Corner here on Spotify and Anchor. Um, I'm just me, silly me. Um Chappy and I have been friends for what? It's been what? A little. It's been over. Yeah. It's been over a year. Um, just cool vibes, man. That's that's me. Just Abby. Nothing too special. Um, love to spread light and love and hugs. Pre-COVID though. Pre-COVID hugs, not (laughs) these COVID hugs, because you know social distancing. Right. But yeah, that's me. Hi, guys. Happy to be here and talk about spooky stuff. All right. Let's jump right into it. Mm -hmm. As you know, from my previous episodes, I'm all about the shadow people. So we did get a submission today, actually, Mm -hmm. uh, from one of our listeners about a shadow person. So I'm going to go ahead and read that story and then we can talk about it. Okay. All right. It says, about eight years ago, I used to live on 4th Street in a two-story house. My friend, who I had known for over 10 years, owned the house. We had many roommates throughout the years, but at this point, it was just the two of us living there. We both lived upstairs, and this house was built in the 1920s, so you expect to hear the occasional creak or weird noise from time to time. We both worked third shift, and I always got home before he did. One particular night, I got home and did my usual routine of relaxing after work. I watched a show on Netflix and before too long decided to get something to eat. The kitchen was downstairs, so I got up and made my way downstairs. The stairs lead straight to the front door so that you have a perfect view of our front porch through the window on the door. Well, this particular morning, to my surprise, I see a dark, shadowy figure standing there. Mm. I stopped halfway down the stairs because at that moment, I was terrified. My roommate was still at work because I had just texted him 10 minutes before asking when he would get off. I was alone, or so I thought. I closed my eyes and then opened them again, but the figure was gone. At this point, I'm thinking... Okay, 
oh, I'm just tired, and I kind of wrote it off. So maybe a month goes by, and soon I see the shadow man again. This time it's inside the house, but moves quickly from one side of the door into nothingness. Soon, Soon it became a monthly, couple times a month thing that I would see this shadow man. Sometimes just out of the corner of my eye, I told my roommate about it, and he thought I was joking or imagining things. He definitely believes in the paranormal, but couldn't believe his house could have a shadow person because he never experienced anything at the house. So fast forward two months later, I get off work and do the usual routine, Netflix and snacks. My roommate gets home and goes straight to his room because he had a long day at work. Soon I hear him call my name. More like yell my name. So I walk down the hall to his room and he looks mad. He asks me if I had been in his room while he wasn't home. Mind you, I've known this guy a long time. We're good friends and we never went into each other's rooms without permission. He had one of those Amish heaters that looked like a fireplace on wheels. So it was easy to move and he claims I moved it in front of his door. I said, no, man, how could I have moved it from the inside of the room? Because the door was locked. (laughs) Something moved that heater directly in front of his door while he was away. I wish I could say his floor was slanted, so maybe it (laughs) rolled in front of the door. But that floor was level. After that incident, I think I started to believe, I think he started to believe me about the shadow figure. I admit, I don't know much about the history of the house, but I do know what I saw. And I do believe in that shadow, man. Wow. Okay. Wow. Reactions. (laughs) That's a little freaky. Um, One, I don't miss the shadow people. (laughs) Two, um, I've had some experiences, though. Honestly, like, I've had some experiences where it was like I was younger. You know how when you're a kid, I've heard on your previous um, episode where you were saying (laughs) you felt like you just were this troubled kid every time you would see something or hear something that would spook you out, your first instinct is to be, Jesus, help me, you know, Lord Jesus, help me. Right, right. You know, that's that's crazy because I have this, um, this flashback of being in church and I used to be in a choir. Like me and my sister, we used to be in a choir and the way our church was, you know, you would be in the sanctuary and you would have to go like at down out of where the choir sings. And then you would have to like go to like the back of the building or like back by where the pastor's office is. And mm-hmm. mind you, you know, when you're at choir practice or stuff like that, usually it's like on a school night or on a weekend and it's like between four and like seven at night right so it's just y'all there it's not a a building full of people or anything like that or a service so imagine yeah you can imagine what it would be like just like maybe 10 to 15 people there and you have to go to the rest and you have to go to the restroom 
So I, I went to the restroom and my sister was like, you want me to come with you? Because we had this thing to where like we both got freaked out. We're three years apart, but we did not play about like ghosts and creepy stuff, everything. Our go-to was, okay, you get freaked out. You grab my hand. I grab your hand. We scream. We, ah, something, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm fine. I just have to pee and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll be right back. Okay, so I go back to the bathroom that's right next to the pastor's office. You know, it's a church, you know, where you have funerals, all type of programs, everything. I'm walking down the hallway and there's a light in the hallway where it always glitches. I know everybody should be familiar with that one light in the hallway at the hospital or at the grocery store or something like that. That's always glitching. That'll have you have that thought in the back of your head like, it's haunted, something's here. You know, you're looking <laughs> you're looking around like, okay, you can't you can't you can't harm me in the house of the Lord. That's how I was feeling when the light was flickering. So I went and used the restroom. Y'all, the light went out when I was using the restroom. No. Yes, it didn't. <laughs> did, like, I looked right at the switch. That was just my one initial thing was to look at the switch, right? It was still flipped up. So I'm sitting there. Oh my I, gosh. <laughs> mid, like, like mid flow, mid flow. I'm like 12. I had to go really bad. If nothing's never dried up so quickly as far as tears go, it was like, shoo. Nope, don't have to pee no more. <laughs> it was that was it. <laughs> I finished my I, I like I washed my hands and that was so it was it was creepy, but it was funny, y'all, because I was freaked out, but I washed my hands before I left out of the bathroom. Didn't finish using the restroom at all. And I just <laughs> I just hell noped it right out of there. I was like, in the name of Jesus, I'm gone. <laughs> and and, when, and I came back and ran and my sister was like, Are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'll tell you when I get home. And we finished we finished choir, choir practice. And she was like, yeah, Ebony, so what happened? I was like, I was using the restroom, and the lights blinked out, and it was still, the switch was still flipped up. She was like, I told you it was haunted. I'm, I'm not going to be in choir no more. It's not that. I was like, no, we're going to do it, this and that. And I promise you, my sister did not want to. It, it happened to me, but my sister did not want to be in choir no more after that. Because right. because of the fact that I told her that story and I just felt like it was creepy. Um, I've most definitely felt a presence in there with me while I was trying to take care of my business. So much to the point to where it I couldn't take care of my business no more. You know? So <laughs> that fight or flight kicked ooh, in. And you it had was flight. Most, it was most definitely it was most definitely flight. I wasn't fighting anything that day. I just wanted to just forget and not just know. That was it. Yeah. That was most definitely it. There's, I think that's one of the most freaky things is an empty or a dark church. I don't know why, but it is just, I think it might be because it's just, it's a building made to be spiritual so or something. So everything is or, in it. Man. You think that it would like, out. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm. I know one thing. If I'm if I'm sleeping and I have a dream and I'm in a dark church, I need to wake <laughs> up immediately because it's about to get scary. Yo, that's happened to me before. Yeah, like I was at church every day, dude. Like 
whether it was for adult choir practice, youth choir, or whatever, like I fell asleep on a pew before and woke up and no yeah. one was there. Lights off, don't hear anything, thinking, oh my goodness, this is the end. So creepy. So creepy. <laughs> very, very creepy. So yeah. That's that. Yeah, so I I mean, as a person that has seen shadow people before, mm-hmm. um, I know that it always comes with an impending sense of dread. Um, so especially for someone that's not out there looking for it, that doesn't yeah. like have any history with it, and all of a sudden he sees it like through the window and then he sees it in his house and then he sees it a couple times a month. Like it just ramped up, oh, you know, that's, that I would mess with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just mentioned something about peeping through the window. Okay. So <clears throat> creeper spooky, you know how everybody, you know how we have peeping toms. I believe yeah. peeping ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. You ever you ever felt like when you're like brushing your teeth or something? You know how most most restrooms or bathrooms have those windows that your grandma may have in her her home that has like that cute little curtain or whatever or stuff like that, <laughs> or it's like this nice country home that has has those type of features, <clears throat> stuff like that. They creep me out because yeah, because <laughs> you know because why. <laughs> Why do you have that? I feel like if this house is haunted, in our in our haunted house, I would get that feeling all the time. And like sometimes you would see like the shadows, like they wouldn't be quick enough to mm-hmm. move, and you'd turn and look at them, and you'd see them like peering around a door or something. Ugh, creepy, creep, 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 <laughs> so creepy. Ugh. It just. Gives me the chills, dude. Mm-mm. No, nah, I feel it. <laughs> I, I can't. I cannot. Funny, spooky story. My kids just tried to creep up in the room and spook me a little bit. So guess. <laughs> so guess what my snack is? You hear that? What? You want to know, know what my trick is? A spook. A spooky what? snack. A spooky snack for all of them. It's Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Halloween. Happy spooky ween. I love it. I absolutely love it. Do you want me to tell him the story? Oh yes, please. (laughs) He told this to he told this today at work, you guys, and it was it was it was spooky, and it was that, I, and, it was that and, story from episode one I, about the dog. I think about it. I'm never doing that <laughs> with my dog ever again. I am never making that noise at because night again. <laughs> that that's just creepy. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It makes me. Your that story makes me think of two things. Okay, have you ever seen the movie um, Us? Yeah, you know when the the duplicate people or the clones came and they came mm-hmm. to the house and everything and how they like how they creeped up and they stood at the end of the 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 driveway like the shadow people and everything yeah. and then yeah. he was like <laughs> the the husband was like I'm not gonna tell you no more that 
y'all need to bounce or something like that. And they just stood there. And then the mom was like, and they just they just dispersed and they went everywhere. And I was like, oh shit. Oh, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh shit, no. No, like that's what it made me think about. That's what your story made me think about. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm never doing that with my dogs ever again. Like, never. It, I mean, I still do it in the daytime, but I'll never do it at it's, night. <laughs> it's like major creepy. Like, I'm getting chills just thinking about that because that's like, yeah, that's if something ever does that, I'm throwing whatever is in my hand in whatever direction it came from. <laughs> and I would hope that I would hear a thud like it made contact. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Oh man, yeah, that was a good one. I rebuke you with this Coke can. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so funny, you guys. I always pick on Chappie about his cokes, and right now we're both drinking cokes. Hilarious. What better way? It's refreshing. Very. <laughs> on a night like this. Yeah. All right. So we got a lot of research stories mm-hmm. uh, for you guys tonight. And without further ado, uh, we're going to get into the first one um, and take a short little break. And we'll see you when we come back. Okie dokie. Next spooky story. This is so cool. Amazing. What you got for us? Oh, what do I have? Let's see. What do I have, guys? Okay, so this is it's spooky, but then it's kind of like sad too. I'm just gonna be honest. It's just like a little sad. So back in like 20 no, not back in like, but in 2015, my husband's grandma passed away. And we 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 stayed together like me. It was me, her, him, and our two children at the time. And she she just had a whole bunch of health problems. So we stayed with her and everything. And she passed away. So this one particular, you know, when she when she passed and everything, we had been up for like twenty four hours, twenty four to forty eight hours, like not sleeping at the hospital and everything that whole time. And we had just got the news that she passed, right? <clears throat> and mind you, you know, we did our mini grieving because I'm pretty sure that I don't know how everyone else is when people in your family pass. You'll grieve, but then, you know, it's so tiring. You're, you'll get tired and want to go to sleep, right? So yeah. we were exhausted, like. I was like, I feel so bad for sleeping. My grandma just passed, but I need sleep. Okay, so we fell asleep in the living room, and we were on the couch, and I was just dreaming or whatever, and I heard, we we called her Mima. So she called my name in the dream. Like, in my dream, we were still, we were still sleeping on the couch, but I heard her say, Ebony. That's all I heard, right? Just so, like that? Yeah. It's creepy. Clear as day. Clear Ebony. as freaking day. Like it was it was in her in her cheerful. It wasn't like creepy or anything because she was always really silly. And her way of just being silly with me was always like 
saying my name jokingly or Ebby, Ebby or Ebony, stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. so when she said it, she was like, Ebony, coming from her, her room. Mind you, we were sleeping in my dream, how we fell asleep in real life on the couch. So I was like, in, in my dream, I was like, okay, all right, mom, here I come or whatever the case may be. Got up in my dream, went in her room. She was not there. Okay. It felt so real. I didn't know that I was dreaming until I woke up because I got hot. I was sweating. And then I woke my husband up like, okay, let's cut the air on or whatever the case may be and finish getting our sleep out. And then we both heard it again. She was like, Ebony. Mind you, y'all, we had just got the call at like 10 in the morning that she had passed away, that she had transitioned. Okay. All right. So my husband looked at me like, did you just hear that? And I told him, I was like, yo, bro. Funny story. Oh, he heard, he heard it too? Yes. Yes, he heard it too. He heard it too. It's so crazy. It's so freaking crazy. He heard it too. And it, it freaked him out for the simple fact of he thought that he was hearing things. Mind you, we were all so close. So, so close because we took care of her over the, you know, over the years leading up to her passing away. And I told him, I was like, I just had a dream that she was calling my name and I woke up cause I got hot. And then next thing you know, Ebony, she said it again, the third time in the middle of me telling him about the dream. Freaked out, called my mom. Hey mom, I tried to go to sleep. We couldn't get no sleep. We're coming to your house. We're hearing things, and I don't know if it's because we're grieving and we're missing her, or if it's because, mm-hmm. or if it's because she successfully transitioned over and she's trying to make contact and let us know that she's okay. Yeah, freaked me out, but it was sad. It was it was interesting. It was weird. It was all of that all in one. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're calling my name from the other side, clear as day. I go in your room. I don't see you because I know you're not there. But you called my name three times at this point. Once in my dream, twice in real life. I got to get out of the house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, I, that was a good call. Yeah, I got out of the house. And it was just, it was weird. You want to know why? Because, you know, as a kid, had, did you ever used to look up in the clouds and look like for images in the clouds? Yeah. I was seeing like images of her, like her face, images like shaped in clouds and everything. Like it was just all of this stuff. At that point, it wasn't spooky anymore. I was just taking it as, okay, she's really doing everything she can from her, from the other side, letting us know, baby, I'm okay. We're all right. I just want you to know I love you, those things. So I took it like that in a positive light. But hearing her name twice, well, hearing her call me twice, just it messed me up, y'all. It messed me up. <laughs> we stayed at my mom. Yeah. We stayed at my mom's house for a week, by the way, because <laughs> I was I was just that freaked out. But yeah, yeah, because this is a common thing. Like whether you're clairaudient or you're grieving, like either one of those scenarios, you can like hear a past love 
one. You know, with yes. clear audience, you hear more of the spiritual world. Yes. You, you're very in tune with it. But then on the flip side, like like you said, you know, you could have just been grieving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people have reported hallucinating and stuff whenever they are in a deep state of grief. Yes. But what's so, so, but what's so crazy is me knowing myself and me being tapped into my spiritual self deep within outside of the whole good bad evil ghosts and everything I know I wasn't mm-hmm. I, I know for a fact I wasn't hallucinating I heard her you know like I heard her yeah because no that's th- because things like that have happened with me when I was a kid like I don't like funerals I don't like going to them they give me high anxiety I've had it since I was a kid but you want to hear something real creepy that still creeps me, creeps me out, but I remember it and it's the truth. Right hand to the Lord today. Okay, so one of my uncles passed when I was a little girl. I couldn't have been no older than between the ages of two and five. Okay, it was one of those back in the day, small time church funerals where it's like packed standing room only type of things. He was one. Yeah. Of, he was one of my favorite uncles. And I was so, I was just so out of it. And you know how they say, you're not going to remember everything from your childhood. Weird enough, I remember this. Um, I remember running out of my mom's arms and saying, no, Uncle Sonny, I want to go with him. Mommy, make him wake up. And she said that I tried to crawl in the casket with my uncle. Oh, my goodness. They grabbed, they got me out. Like right when I was putting my like both legs in the casket, and what's weird is I remember that I was hugging them and kissing them and stuff like that. Like that is creepy to the sense to where I'm an adult now. Like I didn't care. That's where that innocence and that spiritual connection comes, you know, between a child in the spiritual world and and them just not caring, you know, how off-putting or creepy or spooky it may be. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be with my uncle at that time. I didn't care if he was laying there. I hugged him <laughs> and I cried. Little two to five year old Ebony crawled in and tried to crawl in the casket with her deceased uncle. Yeah, that's like uh, when I was telling my story about um, the trailer in episode one, mm-hmm. I was like, when you're five years old, you know, you kind of just everything is real. Yeah. <laughs> and you have this like, that's what they call that childlike faith, because there's not no like skeptic bone in you yet. No, <laughs> you know, no. it's like, oh, I heard something or oh, I saw something and it mm-hmm. was real. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Yeah, so those those are those are most definitely two spooky ones. I can just remember it's just imprinted, like yeah. Oh gosh, that's cool because your husband heard her say it too. So he repeated it to me, y'all. It's crazy. I'm just sitting here thinking about. It. He was like, "Did I just hear her say?" And he he mimicked it because we all yeah. knew how she said. It. And I, I looked at him with tears in my eyes, like, "Yes." I was like, I really think that I'm just tripping. He was like, okay, we're just tripping. And then she said it again. And I was like, yeah, can- mom, I'm on my way. Are the kids still asleep? 
this and that. I really need some sleep. Like we hightailed it out of there. Yeah, like, it was it was so. She was probably telling y'all that she was fine. Yeah, but she she didn't have to say my name that many times, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, she was silly. She probably wanted to get your attention. Yeah, well, she most definitely got it. She most definitely got it. So that was. I'm just y'all. It's, <laughs> it's it's creepy it, and it will forever be with me in a creepy way and in a loving way because that should be proof of no, proof enough for most people who may be skeptics and want to try to have that type of connection with their family members who have passed on and maybe don't they may take it as red flags rather than oh excuse me um, honest signs of their loved ones showing them, I'm here, you know, I'm here with you. I care about you, things like that. Just like how you may be looking for something and it just randomly disappears. And you're like, where did it go? You guys know that your your deceased loved ones can play tricks on you like that, right? Like they can take things from from you, you know, and hide like your pen. Yeah, like like a pen or a, <laughs> like or a piece a piece to an earring or something like that. You know, I've lost some things over the last couple of years, and my mom and my husband and stuff like that. And we've thought about it, and it it it, it, it can be things that belong to people that have passed away. You get what I'm saying? And they up and disappear. Mm-hmm. I've actually researched that and saw a couple of articles that says that. That could be your loved one trying to make contact with you from the other side or playing little tricks and hide and seek and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So cool and creepy. My my story that I'm going to tell is kind of along the same lines of Mm -hmm. uh, someone that passed. Mm -hmm. So whenever um, I was younger probably like I don't know I can't even guess at the age it's probably like second or third grade Mm -hmm. something innocent you know um my mom always went to the chiropractor (laughs) you know to you know work her neck or her back out you know and we had to wait in the waiting room and look at books and talk to people and I was definitely one of those kids that you know, I would talk to you mm-hmm. whether you wanted me to or not. Like, I was just like, hi, I'm Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Devin. How old are you? <laughs> you know, just like innocent kid. So I see this lady crying or like she just looks real sad. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I go up to her and I introduce myself, you know, hi, I'm Andrew. My mom's back there. She's has her appointment. Um, why are you so sad? And she was like, you can tell I'm sad. And I was like, yeah, I can tell you're sad. Mm-hmm. Why are you sad? And she's like, um, you know, my daughter, she passed away recently. Um, she was around your age and I just miss her. And I love watching you over there, like playing with the stuff and reading the books and stuff like that. It reminds me of her. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, Well, you don't have to worry about her. She's fine. Like, she's with God. She's with Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, she's in heaven. And she was like, she was like, oh, that's nice of you to say, you know, all like that. And, like, I kept talking to her for a while. 
just you know little kid stuff i was entertaining myself more than anything <laughs> you know yeah ADHD so like whatever would pop in my head I would say <laughs> but then when my mom was ready to leave we start to walk out the door and then a thought pops in my head you know and me being ADHD I'm gonna say whatever pops in my head and so like it popped in my head and I turned around and I said hey ma'am and she's like yes and I was like I have something for you and she started crying she goes what and I said a hug and I gave her a hug mm-hmm. and then I left and it wasn't any, it wasn't any big deal to me. I was just like, I made somebody happy. Yeah. Donald's like, whatever, <laughs> like I'm over it. But then that lady met my mom at her next appointment and she said, your son, I have to tell you this story. And she told my mom like what we talked about and what I said and stuff like that. And then she goes, your son was sent by God to help me through this time. And my mom's like, okay, whatever. You know, like my mom is like, she believes in stuff, but like she, she also believes sometimes people are dramatic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She goes, no, you don't understand. Remember what he said? I have something for you. That's what my daughter used to say to me. Oh, And then I would say, what? And she would say, a hug. And give me the biggest bear hug. And that's what your son did last week. He couldn't have known that. So that had to be a God thing. Wow. And I was like, like, my mom was like, she was skeptical until that moment. And then she kind of told me when I got home. And she was like, like, I know you see things. And I know you, like are connected to stuff it still kind of freaks me out <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but you're definitely tuned in to stuff <laughs> and I mean for me I was just you know entertaining myself and of course I'm gonna say whatever pops in my head yeah <laughs> oh wow so. that's crazy oh yeah and and you saying that this, this is so freaking crazy there was this movie that came out around the time that my my grandmother-in-law passed. And I think it was called Heaven is for Real. If that sounds familiar for anyone. Um, I can't even really go into detail what it was about. But it was about this little boy. I think he had like went into an accident. He had an accident. And he came back and was telling his mom and his dad about how heaven is for real. He saw God and how beautiful it was up there. I think that his parents had um, actually like had a miscarriage or something or they had the baby and she passed and he was like, I saw my sister except for she's not a baby. She's grown up. She's really happy. Things like that, right? And we, I watched it. I remember watching it with my grandma, right? And she <laughs> and we had like this really touching moment. And she was like, Ebony, this is so beautiful, you know? And she was like, what if it, that's really what it's like up there? And what if I'm able to make some type of connection with you from beyond and just 
you know, be able to look down on y'all. And then that, then that happens where she calls my name and all that stuff. Like we, we can't, we can't know these things. We can't know these things when they happen like that, you know? So that's really, that's really, really sweet that in a sense, you were kind of used as a vessel because that little girl's spirit knew that her mom needed to be comforted in some type of way. And you, you being yourself, it came to you to say that. And it brought her comfort. In the, mm-hmm. in the spookiest way possible, but it also touched her, you know? Like, right? Like, geez, how, how did, like... Dude. Like the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's one of those stories uh, from my childhood that like I didn't put the pieces together. My mom was like, "Look at these pieces." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Freaks me out too. <laughs> Super cool. All right, guys. This is those so were fun. Two, this is so fun. I know, right? Those were two less spooky ones. You know, I know I've been uh, torturing you guys with the shadow men lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were two like kind of sentimental, less spooky ones. Um, we're going to take a short break and then we're going to get into some more scary ones. Yeah. Spooky. Welcome back. Oh, I love Halloween, y'all. This is the first year, though, where didn't dress the kids up. I didn't dress up. Just, just spooky movies, scary movies, spooky stories, and just pandemic blah. But, yeah. You know. I've been wearing onesies all week, like Charmander and Wookiee and all that kind of stuff, but it oh got too hot gosh, today. Dude, that hat is freaking cool. Okay, so I know. we're on video chat, and he always is dressed in like the most amazing party swag. Like rave stuff. Like rave <laughs> everything. And oh, wasn't this supposed to be our year to like. You're supposed to take me to my first rave. <laughs> one day. One day, Ebony. <laughs> but pandemic happened. But, you know, we have time. But anyway, back to the spooky. Back to the spooky. I'm trying to move my computer. Okay. There we go. All right, um, tell me a scary one. Tell you a scary, scary one. I don't know yeah. how. I don't know how scary, scary it would be, but it's it's a haunted house. Yeah, it that works. Some, it has something to do with a haunted house. It's another family one. I have a lot of family ones. Um, I'm gonna be honest, y'all. I don't do like real big haunted, scary buildings that are still standing. They have ghosts in them. You won't. You won't catch me there. Um. So I was around eight or nine and my aunt had got this new house. Um, it was a really nice house. It was in its nice little neighborhood, just like out of the way. But there was a kicker. The old owners had left all of like their furniture in there 
and everything. And my aunt was telling my mom, you know, I was nosy. <laughs> I like the eavesdrop because I just felt like some, we're going to be involved with this house in some type of way. We had like a really close knit family. So I had a feeling we were going to be helping my auntie move <laughs> into that house. So, of course, I'm going to eavesdrop. Um, and I heard my aunt say, well, the, the only thing is it has furniture and everything. The house has been vacant for a couple of months. Keyword, couple of months. That's the first thing that caught my attention. Then the second thing was we can either keep the furniture or we can trash it. So in my little kid brain is like oh man I gotta help move and we have to I have to help move and I have to do this I have to um, move and I have to do this they're trying to scare me y'all so happy <laughs> and I'm I'm just pushing them by their head just all just out the room no do not scare me I want to scare you this is not how it works parents scare their children <laughs> <laughs> I sneak up on you. You don't sneak up on me. But well, if they stay in the room, they're gonna get scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my daughter does not do scary stories, so it's it's pretty funny that she's trying to scare me on the night I'm doing a spooky podcast. But anywho, she, you know, I overheard them say that you know it was either keep the furniture or we can trash it. After that, I didn't care. It was wrong people's business. I didn't care. So, um. Within the next couple of weeks, we ended up helping my aunt move into her house. Um, Side note, it was in the summer. It was the summertime, which was like the best time for me as a kid. What did I want to be doing? Kid stuff. I didn't want to be moving into no house, let alone a house that still had people's furniture in it. I was real big on that. I was a germaphobe. So I was like, Auntie, are you really going to keep it? Can we throw it away? Everything. And she was like, Girl, stay in a child's place. That's what she, that's what she that was her first thing. Stay in a child's place. We'll see. So we, um, this one specific day, it was so freaking hot. It was like 95 degrees inside and out. Like, regardless if the air was on, it was like a really hot summer day. And we, I was ready. I was ready to clean up. I was like, okay, I'm finna be, we finna remake the house. This is gonna be cool. I'm gonna put my little input in. I'm gonna help them out. Everything like that. Got into the house, y'all. It smelled so bad. It smelled horrible. I don't want to say it smelled like death. I will not say that. But it smelled weird. It smelled old. It smelled abandoned. And it smelled as if someone lived there. But I, I just don't oh know. It was just my, my kid brain. So we we proceeded to move up. Oh, kids got scared. First child, first victim of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I um, heard it. You heard it. She's she's yep. not happy. Um so we we go to the first room. I wanna say it was let's see, one, two, three. It was like a three to four bedroom house. It had a basement. I didn't know anything about an attic, but we went to like the first part of the house where we walked through the kitchen and then there was like a bedroom. Um, the bedroom actually had back in those days, it was like the 90s, y'all. So can you imagine what a mini fridge would look like back in the 90s? Because, you know, they didn't look anything like how they do now. It was like this old rustic looking something from like an 80s movie. It was pretty cool, but I was like, do we have to open that? Has anything been cleaned? Mind oh, you, my, mind you, I'm like eight. Okay. 
Don't open the fridge. So my mom was like, we'll get to the fridge later. Let's clean everything else. We'll make the fridge. We'll make the fridge, you know, the last thing. So I was like, okay, mommy, that's fine. Oh, my God, I got time to clean the fridge. And the power went out. So the power went out. We had to wait. And mind you, nobody said nothing about the basement. Nothing about the basement. Me being curious, Ebony being a child, saying anything, like how you say you just say anything that comes to your mind. I was like, I think there's ghosts in this house. And my sister, who's three years younger than me, she was like, shut up. Don't Don't say that. You know, I scare easy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I'm telling you, this house is haunted. Nobody has stayed here in months. Who moves into a house that still has furniture? There are spirits here, right? My daughter, my my, I was gonna say my daughter, my sister got upset. She was like crying at this point. I'm the big sister. I didn't care. It's haunted. We're cleaning the haunted house. So at that point, <laughs> my mom came in because she was already irritated. Her and my aunt was already irritated because the power had went out or whatever, and it was the weekend. We didn't know if the power company was still working or whatever, so we had to wait to see if it was going to kick back on. My mom said, Ebony, what's wrong? What's wrong with your sister? And my mom, my sister was like, she said this house is haunted and there's spirits walking around the house and they're going to get us. <laughs> and this and that, blah, blah, blah. So my mom actually started laughing. I guess she thought that was funny. She needed that joke. She was like, leave your damn sister alone and blah, blah, blah. So the lights came back on. We was like, whew, Okay. So my mom at that point was like, go stand on the front porch, get you a popsicle and everything from the popsicle truck and just relax me and your aunt got it. I was like, okay. My sister said she didn't want to go. She was upset with me, y'all. She was mad. I broke her little spirit. She knew <laughs> she knew that ghosts were following her. So I walked past the basement. We had never, the basement door was not open when we came in the house. No one had been there. I hadn't saw nobody go there, come in or out or anything. Nothing. I so happened to walk, be walking to the front door to try to catch the popsicle truck before they leave. Me being a fat butt, wanting my <laughs> wanting my bomb, my what what were they called? It was the like the firecracker bombs, the red, white, and blue popsicles. Those were my favorite ones. So I could never forget this moment. <laughs> because I was just seconds away from missing it. And this is how I did not miss the popsicle truck. I was walking past the basement and it creeped open on its own, the door. It was closed. I didn't see anything tug on it. I didn't hear like a a door handle creak, a doorknob creak. It just opened on, on its own when I walked past it. I hell noped my eight-year-old ass right on out on the porch and went and got my popsicle, right? Came back. The door was closed. So I asked my mom. I said, Mom, did you close the basement door? And she was like, hell no. Well, I don't. She's like, baby, your mom doesn't do basements. I'll clean any other house, but I will not never step foot in the basement. So I was like, okay. She was like, why did you ask? At that point, I'm eating my popsicle, but I'm literally shaking because the door opened on its own. And then when I came back, it was closed. So I asked her, did she close it? And she said no. So at this point, I'm trying to figure out all the fractions and equations on what happened. 
Because my by the time I came in the house, my little sister was asleep. She had fell asleep and took a nap. My auntie was out in the back cleaning off the back porch. Okay. It was only us in the house, y'all. Who closed the door? How did the door get closed? Who opened it? Who was there? Nobody knew. So my mom was like, baby, you probably just tired. It's hot. Let's move to the other room. And she was like, but first, you're going to help me clean the refrigerator. Chappie, she opened it. Oh, my God. It was disgusting. (laughs) It was full of spiders. There was an old molded milk carton, like Lifetime movie, creepy stalker mode, refrigerator type thing. It was was horrible. Um, That. So we moved to the next room and we ended up cleaning the whole house. Mind you, you guys never went to the freaking basement. Nobody ever said nothing about the basement. My auntie didn't say anything and this is her house we're cleaning. We have trashed all of the old furniture and everything. Not one time did she say, okay, I'm going to see if the light in the basement works and we're going to do something about the basement to make sure everything is you know, at that point, at, at eight years old, I was going to church. I knew about spirits. I knew about, you know, just all of that stuff. I believe at that time there were shows about haunted houses. I think Are You Afraid of the Dark was out at that time. Like, it was just weird. We're getting ready to go. The lights pop out again. It was seven o'clock at night. I was hungry. I wanted pizza, and I wanted my bed. The lights popped off again. We had the flashlights this time because it was pitch black. I don't know what made us actually have flashlights with us in the middle of the summer, you know, but we had them. We walked back past the the door to go go to the car because at this point, who gives a damn? We've cleaned the house. It's time to go home. (laughs) It's time to go home. We'll see if the power pops back on when we come back. As we are walking past the basement, it creaks open at the door sounds and it opens. When I tell you, we all said, nope, and ran out the house. Me, my mom, my sister, my auntie, everybody. We dropped all cleaning supplies, everything, locked the door (laughs) (laughs) and did not go back to the house for a couple of days. Every, every, yeah, everything bet. was still there when we left the way it was when we left but the closet door was closed my auntie turned the keys back in did not move into that house I got bet. her deposit back and moved three houses down for my mom yeah so freaking scary that's why I don't do haunted houses yeah. A basement is not a like, safe space. <laughs> I always tell people it's kind of like, I don't know how to describe it to people that don't get the same feeling because I've always gotten that mm-hmm. feeling. But it's like an anxiety kind of mm-hmm. feeling where you're just instantly uncomfortable and you don't know mm-hmm. why. But like you're picking up that vibe, like whatever is in that space you just entered is not agreeing with your spirit because <laughs> like I walk into a place like that and instantly like my stomach is yeah like like it was flips. just like it was just like a vibe you know like a ooh 
I don't like this. Just the whole setup of it was creepy. The way that it was laid out, the way that just everything about it to me was creepy. From the first initial walking past the basement and getting those eerie vibes to the creepy, disgusting refrigerator. Like, it just gave me all of all of the serial killer vibes and the, oh, what was his name? John Wayne Gacy vibes. It just gave me all of, you know, uh-huh. it just gave me all of that. I felt like it was like, it could have been bodies down there or something, or it just could have been somebody, you know, just living in the basement because nobody's lived there. But it was my, my, my brain as a kid was trying to make like any sense of it, but it was hella creepy. Do not, do not yeah. recommend do not move into a house. What is up with us trying to to scare our younger sibling? <laughs> I don't know. But I just, I felt I would it. Just like, I felt it. Yeah, just like I would tell her whatever popped in my head. But it was just like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure at that time for you, it just felt like I needed to say this. It just came to you. You know, I wasn't trying to scare her. I just literally was like, this house is haunted. Something's like it's like, a fact. Like, something's <laughs> off about it. Like she's paid for her connections and her light bill and everything. I was just too smart for my own good, you know. And I just didn't. I no, no. I, I just wasn't having it. No basement door. No door is supposed to open itself. Not right. Period. So if you're doing that, I don't want to hear any adult say, "Oh." It was it was a draft. Oh, it's, it was your active imagination. No. No. It's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's most definitely haunted. So, yeah. That's my spooky haunted house story. <laughs> I like that. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Let's get into Waverly Hill. Okay. You know how you said you don't do haunted houses? Oh, man. I think I've heard of this. I want you to do this this, like haunted tour with me. Yeah. Um, But not the Halloween one that's kind of gimmicky. You got to do the real one that they do throughout the year. Okay. It's at night. (laughs) It's at. Hold on so you can see my face on it. It's at night. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Whew. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to answer I'm not going to give you a definite answer on the podcast because then everybody then okay. everybody can hold me to that <laughs> not going to get I'll be like remember you said you were coming not, not going <laughs> to get me guys sorry alright I have a couple of clips that I researched okay. about this place okay. and so the story might be feel a little jumpy but it's it's from like four or five different sources okay. so okay that's right. so let's get right into it all right louisville kentucky is home to waverly hills sanatorium which many people believe is the most haunted place on earth while the building is now primarily a tourist attraction for those with creepy predilections it's it used to be a functioning tuberculosis hospital in 1910. Oh my god, I've heard this. I think 
<laughs> this was the place where roughly 8,000 people died bloody, excruciating deaths, as there would be no cure for tuberculosis, also known as the White Plague, until streptomycin was invented in 1943. Oh my gosh. So established in 1910, <laughs> a, a cure wasn't developed until 1943. Mm-hmm. Alright, so with all that suffering, it's not a surprise the rumors of creepy doppelgangers, ghostly children, demonic forces, and more have cropped up. It's one of the most famous Kentucky ghost stories. Okay. Oof. All right. I think I've heard of that or I've seen like maybe that I think that was actually on Ghost Adventures. It was on uh, Ghost Hunters. It was featured mm-hmm. on there. I've, I've, I've heard of that. And they got some footage of a uh, shadow person walking down one of the corridors. Yes, I think I've seen that. All right. So there's no real way to cure tuberculosis at this time. Uh, while the sanatorium was open, doctors did what they could to treat the illness. As a last resort, doctors would make up treatments such as inserting balloons into patients' lungs and filling them with air and also removing ribs, which also turned out to be fatal in a lot of cases. So you have these doctors that are, I mean, they're trying not to catch TB, so they're good people trying to help. But at the same time, they're kind of experimenting (laughs) to see what will help. Um, They believed that sunlight was a possible cure, and so that's why this place doesn't have any uh, windows. Mm. Um, as far as, like, when you look at it, um, have you seen it, Ed? I've. It sounds familiar. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, trying to visualize. I'm going to drop a picture of yeah. it in the chat for you. You know me, I I'm all about this stuff, so let's see. All right, check that out. See how those are open corridors? Those were porches on each level where patients would be laying on those porches Whoa. trying to recover, trying to get some sunlight, because they believe that might be a possible cure for TB. You know, you can just like totally Oh, they're playing their spooky games again. You can totally, like, push somebody out of that. Yes, funny enough, there are stories of... don't do me like that. (laughs) (laughs) There are stories of staff members being pushed off of the fourth floor. Um, Also, staff members jumping. Wait. From the fourth floor. You should see me trying. I'm pretty sure I look so fucking crazy. Look at how we're trying to count these floors. One, two, three. Whoa. <laughs> I believe there's five. It's one, two, three. There's four or it's five. Four. It's four. All the activity typically happens on the fourth floor. Um, there's a body shoot. That is a wow. passage that goes from the hospital to the tr- to the mm-hmm. rail 
station down on Dixie Highway, um, where they would load up into a train car the corpses. Mm -hmm. And they had that there and tried to keep it as quiet as possible when somebody did die to protect the mental health of these people, you know, that were probably not ever going to leave this place. Um, so they still thought, you know, their mental health is important. So they didn't want to like them to see how many people were leaving there dead, <laughs> you know? So one lady was exploring um, the body shoot mm -hmm. and they find a flashlight down there because it goes down about, you know, it's a ways. It's a long tunnel. Um, shined a flashlight. It didn't reach the end. So they got out a laser pointer and it stopped halfway through on something dark. And then the dark thing got closer as the beam of the laser pointer you know, didn't go as mm -hmm. far. It was basically watching some shadow person walking up the body chute. No, uh, mm -mm. <laughs> this made my yeah. Like, dude, where do you find these stories? Like, <laughs> so there's a uh, there's reports of people doing these tours, like I was trying to talk you into, um, where the spirits will become doppelgangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll become doppelgangers of other people in the group, including the tour guide. Mm -hmm. um, I researched two specific people that wrote articles, and both of them have experiences where their person that they were with, like let's say his name is Doug, was right beside them. And then this lady hears Doug laughing up in front of the group. And she turns around and nothing's beside her. No. And she, the whole time she was walking step for step with Doug over here. Um, another guy was talking about his friend uh, that he was with went off from the tour group. He went into a room and so he followed his friend and then nobody was there. Huh? It's these doppelgangers. That's creepy. So, I know. It gets worse. <laughs> oh, I bet. That's so creepy. So this one lady was going on the fourth floor where most of the activity was, and she saw an apparition of a doctor come out of one of the rooms and go into one of the treatment rooms. And she said he, he had a white coat on and everything, and she thought for sure somebody was there and she made her friend search the entire room but there was nobody there wow um not sure about this person's uh mental state but they brought their friend there was like nine of them that went on a tour and when they were up on the fourth floor where most of the activity happens he suddenly wanted to jump off the roof and they had to restrain him until they got back to like their base, which is the gift mm -hmm. shop. And even then he was like, I don't know what just happened kind of thing. Oh, wow. It was probably like a energy transfer. Yeah. There was, there's a rumor that one of the nurses hung herself in room 502. 
again, that's unsubstantiated. Mm -hmm. The one person that was still alive that did say that was true was actually 16 years old at the time. Um, and that was the only verification. So we still don't know if that's true or if that's a rumor. Oh, wow. After the state closed the sanatorium, um, it became a geriatrics hospital. And due to budget cuts, they were mistreated and experimented upon old people. Um, the report of a ghost that of an old lady that comes out in bloody clothes and shackles screaming help me and then when people go towards the sound to help her she runs away screaming wow Ooh. you got me over here one of the less it's creepy i know one of the one of the less scary things that happens is there's a ghost named timmy mm-hmm. and he likes to play with his leather ball or he likes to play uh sometimes people bring little balls to throw up the corridor to him into the shadow and then he'll roll it back to the person and the floors are not slanted. Mm. Mm -mm. Uh, Mm. So that's one of the less scary ones. Uh, When ghost hunters went there, they saw the kitchen, which was nasty windows broken out. It's just run down because it hasn't been an operable place for a long time. I think it, the geriatric place closed in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a tourist attraction since the new owners got it um, ever since. But they described smelling fresh baked bread whenever they went into the kitchen area. Mm. It's like a, you know, a, a remembrance kind of smell. This is creepy. I know. One of the ladies that went on the tour, she had them close her in the morgue in one of the, you know, the drawers. Okay. (laughs) I think it's like a thing. Like, they're like, have one of your group do this. (laughs) So they close her in this drawer, okay? And then she hears her team, like, walking away. Here's their footsteps walking away. And then she hears metal trays and gurneys being moved about in the room. And then when her team does come back, the noise stops. Like she hear, clearly hears that the noise is stopping as she's hearing her team coming back. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. besides that, there are shadow people that play hide and seek on those long corridors with no windows, you know, uh, when people are walking down those uh, porches, they see uh, shadow people kind of stalking them behind them, and then they'll peer around a corner, stuff like that. Um, and that's probably the most common sighting. But I think the the freakiest thing that is seen at Waverly Hills is probably the thing that they call the creeper. Mm-hmm. Brace yourself. Oh, no. (laughs) So the creeper walks on all fours, is a shadow figure, and walks You just made me look at my phone, my bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) 
it walks up the walls and the ceiling and people have reported seeing it seeing it walk towards them um grown men just you know yelling out in fright when it gets near them stuff like that um so there's definitely a lot of unsettledness that is around waverly hills everything as you can tell Mm -hmm. um i would like to go see it for myself um i've seen the building in person but i haven't been like exploring in there Mm -hmm. yet um but i would like to because people even people i know have taken photographs and stuff like that and gotten apparitions on their photographs so it's it's pretty cool it's pretty active weird (laughs) (laughs) okay i can't like i mean I don't know about, I don't know if this would be considered as having, like, catching an apparition or something on on a picture, like, in the background, but I do have actual photos on my Facebook page that I'll have to, like, go through and send them to you. It's two different pictures, but it was storming on this particular day, and in both pictures, you can see an eye, like, half of a face. Like my eye, mm-hmm. like half of my nose, or whatever you can tell, it's on a face. It's it's going to a face, but it's two separate pictures, and you can tell that one is a left eye, one is a right eye, and it's perfectly detailed and everything like that. But it was in the picture because I used to, I have this thing about like storms and clouds, so I thought that the clouds looked really cool, and I wanted to take a picture. But when I took the picture. Mm-hmm. One of my cousins commented and was like, yo, dude, you see that out there in the clouds? Like, I was like, no, I don't see it. So when I looked back and saw it, it was a fucking eye in the clouds. And then he commented on another one. I was like, yo, it's another one in this one, too. So I was like, dude, it's crazy. A couple of minutes after that, it started storming really bad in the area. There was a tornado like 15 minutes down the street from where we stayed, but our area wasn't touched. Yeah, freaky. I know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Freaky. I have a picture I took of a doorway in Louisville, and I posted it to my Instagram, actually. It was just like, doors are so random because this was such an ornate door, and it was boarded up. And then somebody commented, run away now. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And they go, look in the window. Mm. Swear swear i will send it to you now but there is a picture of uh, a face looking out the window (laughs) dude like a creepy face you want to know now see i've watched enough scary movies today somebody I think somebody placed like one of those porcelain dolls in the window just to freak I, people out. I don't do dolls. I don't do I don't dolls. I don't do dolls. I don't do dolls. I don't do dolls. I don't do dolls. I'm going to make it a sound. Oh, you dressed up. You're a ballerina. Oh, you're a ballerina. Happy happy Halloween. Thank you. <laughs> she, said, she said thank you. 
She said, thank you. Okay, go get you a piece of candy. We can really get some? Yes, you can really get a piece of candy. Happy Halloween. A small piece. A small piece. You hear her dad tell him to go sit down. He's so sick of them. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> if they come back and say, I heard mom talking. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. You're be like, well, no, it wasn't me. It was a ghost. So while you're looking at that, um, I just want to read this one part of this one article that somebody was talking about Waverly Hills. And they go, Ernie had told us about the spirit known as the creeper, something that walks on all fours. Very vague explanation. That was their tour guide. Listen, I'm not here to make you believe in spirits or make you think it's all fake. I will tell you with our group, I personally was staring at the bottom of a door and something came crawling at me, brown and white and bigger than a dog. Still to this day, no idea what it was. I jumped probably five feet in the air because I thought whatever it was was going to run into my feet. I immediately asked anyone else saw it and nobody had. I don't know what it was, but I can promise you it wasn't even midnight. No sleep deprivation was an issue. And I saw whatever it was plain as looking at the sky. I am no longer a skeptic. (laughs) Yeah, the creeper thing, like I was doing good all the way up until the creeper thing. (laughs) And then I was like, nope, nope. (laughs) Waverly Hills is crazy. (laughs) Because I think I could handle, I think I could handle like a ghost like Timmy you know, playing with the ball. I might even get, you know, think it's neat uh, if I saw a doppelganger or something like, oh, Ebony's up at the front, not right beside me. I thought she was beside me kind of thing. I think that might be cool. But that creeper thing, no, thank you. No, thank you. I'd be like, I'm good. I'm good if you are. (laughs) Who cares how much we paid for this tour? (laughs) Let's go. All right, we're going to take a short break, and then when we come back, we'll keep on talking about our scary stories. Reactions? Mm. I don't like it. I don't like it. It freaks me out. I don't like it. I don't like it either. It freaks me out, too. Like, I'm over here having, like, I'm, you know, how you just rub it. <laughs> I know you see me rocking back and forth like that. Okay, that one did something. I didn't like that one. <laughs> yeah, that one got me too. Like, I was all about some Waverly research, mm-hmm. and then I got to that one, and I was like, oh, oh, oh I think I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm done up. for the night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving these vibes on this full moon. I'm loving it. Yes. You know, it's the, it's the blue moon tonight. The full moon, wherever you are, you should be able to see it. Actually, I'm gonna see if I can go and sneak a peek on my patio real quick of the moon. Y'all hear those hand those homemade sound effects? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh my goodness, it's freaking amazing! <laughs> Is it actually blue? No, it's not going to be actually blue. The The reason why it's called the blue moon is because this only this happens. It's very rare where you it happens when you have two full moons in one month. And we just had the harvest moon. 
you know, at the beginning of the month. And then now we have the full moon on Halloween. So the full moon has not been visible in this high in the sky um, to where it can be seen across all time zones in 76 years. So, oh, this, wow. so this is a very, very powerful moon. And oh my gosh, yeah, when I tell you, Tappy, when we're done, I'm going to snap it up with this moon. So really good. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's very powerful. And this is one of the best times to manifest all things that you want to release, you want to cleanse yourself of, that you want to manifest. Um, I don't know how many spooky baby witches or, you know, witchy spiritual people you have listening, but it's a very, very very powerful time seeing that 2020 <laughs> has been some shit <laughs> um it's it's really good if you have like for instance if you yesterday or any time leading up to this month with us being into mercury retrograde and just having the full moon if you have felt any type of energy shift within yourself um, whether it be a negative or a positive one, it most definitely has something to do with the moon's energy, my love. So, Ebony, before we go, I gotta end on a spooky note. Yes, uh, those, please. Those doppelgangers, they have black eyes. Dude. <laughs> like, like, um. Like the black eyed children. <sighs> you wanna know about some black eyed children? No. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> normally, mm-hmm. normally these people, like people describe these black-eyed children as uh, trying to fit in mm-hmm. with the times, but failing. Like they'll be wearing clothes and stuff that aren't from that era or that time, um, like old clothes, raggedy clothes, stuff like that. They'll speak weird. Like how we use regular everyday talk, they will speak more properly. Um, their goal is to get inside of your house, but they have to be invited in. Mm-mm. So they'll knock on your door, and they will they you'll what? you'll answer it, and they'll say, "Hey, we're lost. Can we come in for a second? They didn't notice what was wrong, but they felt like something was wrong. And it's because their eyes are black. And then people that have let them in, it's kind of like letting a gremlin in or something. Uh, They'll mess with your electronics. They'll mess with like all this stuff. And it's like you let them in. So they get to mess with stuff. All right, guys. Yeah. Oh, this was so fun. I hope you guys really, I hope they enjoyed this episode. Yes. I hope you guys had a happy Halloween spending with us. Thank Yay. you for listening and your time. Thank um, you for having me. Thank you for being here, Ebony. Um, I'd like to advise everybody to visit the Facebook group. It's Paranormal Stories, Spooky Shiz. Spooky. Um, and make sure that you join that group. I, I accidentally made it a private group. And then once you have members in a private group, you can't make it a public group after that it's so, kind of a good thing that's the yeah. same that's the same thing <laughs> with my group because i also have a group too if we have any ladies or gents 
joining it's the soul sister corner a safe space um it's kind of good though chap i'll let you know why because with it being private they can request and you know we can set up that stuff for them to join and instead of us making it public you know it really just keeps the trolls out yeah yeah it keeps the trolls and the negativity out i was honestly pissed because i was like how is anybody going to find it but then my husband was like i can find it i would just have to request to be in it so that's good we kind of get to monitor who's coming in and out and yeah so that is good we got to protect our but because it is a private group you can post your scary stories or if you want to remain anonymous, even within our group, you can always message me your scary stories. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, I'm going to read it on the podcast. Um, I haven't been mentioning anybody's names other than myself <laughs> for them. But I mean, if you want to get shouted out, like, tell me and I'll, I'll mention, you know, like, like, what up? Ebony gave me this story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. I had so much fun telling you guys yes, about so these creepy stories and Waverly Hills. And oh my ugh. god, so I cannot wait to hear about the Bell Witch because we're gonna have to we're gonna have to save that one for another another episode. I cannot wait to hear about that one. Yes, it's gonna be all fun. right, guys. Bye, okay. bye. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Alright, thank you for listening to our Halloween episode of Paranormal Stories and Spooky Shiz. Be sure to follow us on the Facebook and send us your stories. I'm Chappie, and signing off with Stay Spooky, my friends.